Welcome back, everyone, to Freightways TV. We are live here at F3 here in Chattanooga, Tennessee at the Convention Center. And I am here with Mike Plencia, the co-founder and managing partner of Rider Ventures. Figured we're rounding up the year, right? Why not have someone like yourself come on and review what we've seen from 2022 in terms of an investment and, of course, dive into more of uh, what we expect in 2023 as well. Um, I want to start off with really your kind of review of 2022. What do you think were the biggest topics, themes, and investment um, of 2022 uh, whether or not they fully paid off, right? But just uh, big themes that you think were interesting uh, as we view the last 10 so months from now. No, thank you. And thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah, I, I think, you know, first off, right, with continued labor challenges, we've never seen more desire for automation, right? And so the advent of automation in the warehouse is just really accelerating this year. And so a lot of really interesting startups come into market and more importantly, a lot more customers who are excited about automation and willing to try it that weren't before. And so uh, we're continuing to see that to grow. Um, also e-commerce, you know, that doesn't look like it's slowing down anytime soon. And, you know, we've seen a lot of fulfillment startups kind of mature over the past three years. And now you're starting to see like new parcel companies come to market to support e-commerce. Lots of last mile delivery companies sprout up to support e-commerce. So it's just, those are two really exciting areas that have just had a big year. Yeah, I like those two areas in particular, uh, retail, e-commerce uh, in general is uh, a very nice niche of mine. Uh, and I guess then you look into those areas, you bring up labor. I think, of course, that's a huge deal. Uh, but of course, more spending and more buying. We all want to, of course, be able to buy whatever goods we want and have them delivered the next day. Um, what areas of automation, uh, assuming almost like warehouse and things like that, uh, do you think are uh, the most... Uh, interesting going into 2023 um, and and what areas of automating that last mile delivery and and maybe even what companies are you looking more into um, and seeing what they're focused on in the upcoming year? Great question. Yeah. So, you know, one really exciting company in this space is SVT Robotics, who we recently made an investment in. And so when you think about bringing automation into warehouse, it's not necessarily plug and play. There's lots of integration challenges. And so what SBT does is, you know, just this orchestration platform that makes it very integration light to bring new technologies into the warehouse. So regardless of whether you're looking for an autonomous forklift or an AMR or a drone, um, you know, or Locust Robotics, using their system, you could test things a lot easier and roll them out and, you know, exchange IT kind of really building the system to the engineers building the system. So a lot quicker turnaround time to customize solutions you know, for your specific environment. So that's just really been an exciting um, solution out there. And then, um, you know, within last mile, um, you know, we made an investment in a company called Ohi, uh, which provides same day delivery, even two hour delivery for e-commerce brands. And so we've seen lots of brands being able to achieve, achieve same day, but going through a marketplace like an Amazon or a GoPuff. And it's something retailers can do because they have the footprint. And what Ohi has done is built a network of micro-fulfillment centers that allow, you know, digital native brands to have a footprint to allow same-day or two-day delivery and build off that trend and compete with the larger customers. I love SVT, just to let you know. Big fan of that. I learned a lot about uh, the integration aspect and almost... uh, even the labor behind the integrations as we move forward. Uh, it's interesting. A conversation I had with them, uh, we talked about the fact that I believe 
going into this next year, 40 to 50% of all warehouse managers are looking to add some type of automation. And if you think that we have a, a shortage of labor in warehousing alone, we have a even bigger shortage of labor behind the integration side of it. Then you tack on the continuous upgrades uh, and the amount of investment that you're putting into that too, just to be compete with your competitors, right? Uh, a big one. I'm glad you brought that one up. Uh, looking back at 2022, uh, who were some of Rider Ventures' um, uh, all-stars? Uh, who would you give a pat on the back in regards to leadership and and really working through this turbulent market that we've experienced this last year? Yeah, so I think a really exciting company that's had some milestones out there is Gaddick. Um, so Gaddick is you know middle mile autonomy, so short haul uh, B two B routes, and I think what's really been exciting about them is that they captured on a trend of of roughly local fulfillment or shuttle runs to replenish stores. Um, and, and that's a costly endeavor to shift your supply chain to that model to meet customer demand. But by bringing autonomy into it, it's able to reduce some of those costs. And so they've hit some pretty exciting milestones and been able to convert some of their customers, which, is, which has been really nice. So that's definitely been one that we've been very proud of. Another one is a company called Hall, right? So when you think about automation to, to go after labor challenges, you know, dr drivers are continuing to be in a shortage, right? And there's a big question of, are, is there a shortage of drivers or or drivers just not being utilized to their full potential? And and so I think about Hall, you know, this is a technology platform built on really squeezing the best utilization out of drivers through very different tools. And so we like folks trying to attack that problem, try to make better, help fleets drive better utilization out of the drivers that are already in the market, rather than some of the other initiatives, which are trying to bring new capacity into the marketplace. Yeah, they're, uh, I want to say almost like inching away or like cutting away uh, at where I think autonomous is clearly leading to, and they're doing it in a really effective manner. Into 2023, where do you see maybe autonomous technology um, taking its next steps and becoming a little bit stronger of a product that it clearly already has built on more of those like middle mile moves or short hauls from warehouse to warehouse? Well, you know, we're a big fan of the autonomous vehicles in both segments, in the middle mile and the highway, right? I don't know if you've ever been in one of the test drives, but, you know, they're pretty far along. It's a, it's a pretty exciting. And when you think about it in the next two years, with the capital they have, with the talent they have, how much farther they can get, and you really start to realize, wow, this is almost here. Um, so we're pretty excited about it. Love that. I want to dive a little bit more into uh, logistics technology, large 3PLs. And the products that they're building as well. Um, what surprised you most, or, or maybe what ex excited you most out of 2022 um, in terms of a lot of the products that we're starting to see out of the logistics providers themselves? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think there's just been a big focus on optimization. Yeah. You know, this past year, um, really just 3PLs trying to make better of what they have. Um, you know, resources have been constrained, drivers have been constrained, truck capacity has been limited. And so it's really forced, really forced 3PLs to try to make do with less. And so I think now we've had over the past couple of years, lots of really exciting products come to market. And now I think the focus has been how do we integrate those products um, to really, you know, uh, you know, the sum of the parts is better than the one off. So I really think that optimization um, is something that all the 3PLs have been focused on. Yeah, labor, labor, labor is basically what we've, even today and yesterday, both 
Uh, Kingston came out in our keynote speech talking about that as well. Peter uh, yesterday was saying the same thing. Uh, it's it's interesting how that's going to be affecting logistics as a whole. Um, when it comes to the labor sector for Ryder, is there any, I guess, the type of labor group that you're uh, the most, most curious about what they would be affected by into the next year? Um, no, no, I don't think there's any group in particular. I think, you know, we're, we're forced on trying to, we're all trying to create a better work environment for, for our labor and, um, and try to, you know, bring an automation to augment that as necessary. Yeah, definitely. Uh, looking into 2023, is there, is any other, uh, types of freight technology, um, that maybe Rider, uh, Ventures hasn't really dip their toes into as much that you're hoping to uh, maybe investigate a little bit more into or uh, invest in over time as well? I think we're, we're continuing to look at, you know, other trends that are occurring in the space. So a lot of activity happening with next generation vehicles, you know, beyond autonomy, when you think about electrification, you know, that's, that's still something that, you know, that market still has to be solved. Um, and so that means there's a lot of opportunities to solve it. And so we're really looking for a lot of startups and solutions that, that can create you know, a better TCO model or enable electrification for ourselves and our customers. Yeah, I like that. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be announcing our Freight Tech 25. Um, we've seen a number of your uh, investments make those lists over the last couple of years. A lot of them had some really interesting exits even this year, right? Uh, we were talking about the, the team over at Baton and, and all of that, which is an uh, incredible story, by the way. I can't tell if there any of them are out there, but... Andrew, I think I saw him earlier. Congratulations. Um, is there any uh, any areas of technology? We saw a lot of visibility last year, right? Everyone wanted to know where everything was at every moment in time. Uh, is there any types of technology you think will be higher up on the list this year than we've seen in the past that will have a greater impact going into this next year? I think we're still going to see visibility at the top. You think so? Right? Yeah. I think, I think visibility has been at the top the past, you know, the past three years, and I think it's going to continue to be so. Um, that market hasn't slowed down. Um, the solutions out there are just, you know, continuing to deepen, you know, from being on the road to being in the warehouse to being in the yard to being in the ocean. And so customers have gotten used to that, and we're just going to demand more and more of it. And that just, that's just become a table stakes today. And so I think we're going to see that high up on the list again. What areas maybe data points or just visibility points in general, do you think that we're still missing on that hasn't been truly captured yet? Yeah, I think there's still room. Um, you know, I don't really have the best answer for that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a big space. I mean, there's a lot of uh, different players in it now. Uh, as you I continue, I guess, to move forward with Rider Ventures, do you see yourself focusing more on the visibility side or... I'd say you guys have seemed to be in my past more of the automation um, and then the warehousing and things of that nature. Do you think visibility will become something that you're, you're focused on in 2023? Visibility is absolutely something we're focused on, but we don't need to invest because we have a rider share platform. That's true. You know, so if you're looking Perfect for a visibility plug. solution. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. yeah. If anything. Uh, we're we're three-tiered strategy, right? You yeah. Know, I think we can, we can build. Uh, we can partner or we can buy. Um, and so that's when we decided to build. I love that. Well, on the partner side, though, that's been a huge theme over the last couple of years. It's, uh, I hear it from, I feel like, every single visibility CEO. We all work together. 
uh, we all rise with the tide, right? Um, is there any partners within even that uh, technology that you've uh, uh, maybe would like to work with or have worked with in the past that's uh, really worked well for you? I no comment on that. One. Yeah, no, uh, I guess any other comments that you'd like to make too, and going into 2023 that you think those looking to invest in the space a little bit more uh, as we get more attention um, clearly from investors even outside of the space currently uh, that you think they should keep their eyes on in general? No, I, th I think just in general, this wave of innovation isn't slowing down. I think, you know, the supply chain's gotten really tight over the past couple of years and customers uh, will never be put in that position again. And so they've never been more open to innovation than they are right now. And so I think that's going to continue into next year. And so while folks might be a little more frugal with how they invest their money and startups might be a little more conservative on how they spend it, it's not slowing down. Uh, to kind of wrap on that note, uh, I guess, oh, what would uh, those looking to invest uh, or look for investment into this next year, to clearly um, uh, looking at their valuations, looking at, uh, we've seen a number start to uh, crunch their operations, really watch how they're spending. Uh, any advice you would give companies that might be interested in either um, going out there and, and getting more investment? Uh, in general, yeah, I, I think it's really just showing your your um, your proof of concept, showing the traction you're getting with customers. I mean, that's really what it's all about. I mean, there's a lot of great solutions, um, but our customer is going to going to buy it, right? So really, that customer traction, having some core core customers who are who are working with you early on, is key key to informing the investors that it's going to be a viable idea. Yeah, we've seen a lot of that, right? Like shippers really working with their providers to make sure that value comes around. So I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank, thank you, you all for joining us here at FreightwaysTV.com. Thank you, audience. Okay. And uh, we'll have the rest of F3 moving forward for you. Stay tuned.